Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Miami has so much appeal, a great place to get a seafood meal, Miami, 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 you've got style. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. I'm Carrie Doherty. And we're doing dramatic pauses this entire episode. Um, No, this is a podcast where we have a friend over, or friends, to watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then talk about it. Yes, and we just watched Family Affair, which was season two, episode seven, which aired November 22nd, 1986. It is the episode where Rose's daughter and Dorothy's son, a bang. I (laughs) will get into it. (laughs) (laughs) And... We have two uh, very special guests, and actually this is not only, I mean, this is, we have two very special guests, but this is the first time we've ever had a repeat guest. Yes, this is our first repeat guest. This is our first repeat guest. I better be the repeat guest. Of course you're the first repeat guest. Yeah, you are, of course, the first repeat guest. And also, like, you'll probably be on again because we were just talking about how we're going to be doing this for years. Yeah, we're going to be doing this for years. This podcast will never Yes, Uh, please welcome our first, our very first episode guest, Gabby Dunn. Hello. The reason why we know each other. The reason why you and I know each other. Yeah. We, if you guys haven't heard the story, go back and listen to the first episode of the podcast where we really have our shit together and know what we're doing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the lovely Allison Raskin. Yeah. Welcome, you guys. It's here with Gabby today because the two of them have an amazing web series, which I absolutely love. Thank you. Um, called Just Between Us. Mm-hmm. Jay. You. Yes. <laughs> it is a weekly. I don't know why I had to. No, no I we've like your trying, <laughs> We've been trying to push the abbreviation on people, and no yeah. one knows what we're talking about. When I so. see it, like in a tweet or something, I know exactly what oh, it good. is. Oh, Great. We're, it's unclear if anyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a YouTube show, uh, youtube.com slash just between us show. And so, since I was your first guest and you invited me back, I thought that I would bring my comedy partner who has never seen Golden Girls. Mm-hmm. Which is great. We've had other people on the show that have never seen the Golden Girls. And listening to you comment during the episode, it's kind of refreshing to hear, you know, some points of view that, like, we're... Because we take it for granted. We, like, know these characters so mm-hmm. well. Whereas you're seeing them for the first time being like, why are they being so crude? <laughs> also, I think the first thing you said, you were like, so they're, what, 90? <laughs> they look very old. I don't think they look that old. But, but for today, but for today's exactly. standards, they look very Right good. now, yes. like, yeah, women in their 50s, as you were saying, HL, look like women in their 30s. Yeah. So. Actually, Wendy Williams was saying I'm sorry, Wendy Williams. You were telling us about how Wendy Williams was saying that. Just a regurgitation of, you know. Because I remember, this. they look like how I remember my grandmother looking. Yes. And then my grandmother passed away when I was uh, in high school. And I thinking I remember thinking she was so old, like a grandma. And now I'm like, no, Grandma Lee was 64 when she died. Yeah. <laughs> like no, that. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Like, that's Young. not... But I, for some reason, thought she was, like, super old. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So now I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, not at all. perspective changes. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah. when you're young, you don't really... You don't really know how old... Are, is, that, is that still recording? Yeah. Is. is that going okay? All right. Yeah. Sorry, guys. GarageBand put out a new version, and it looks very different. Yeah, we're all very confused. But when you're a kid, you don't... You never... You can't gauge age. You have no idea. That's why I love to ask children, how old do you think I am? Because they'll be like, I don't Like, a five-year-old's like 18, and I'm like, oh, you're such a great guesser. <laughs> I'll keep you around. That's what I do when I want to feel good about myself. You just ask a five-year-old how old... are you old. finding them? Oh, you know, I just talk to like random kids at like the beach or like the park. Or, I'm very, I don't, I'm not an intimidating person, I think. I feel like I can just talk to children. You're intimidating. Am I? But in like a, I'm gonna be smarter than you way. Oh, oh that's yeah. nice. That's very yeah. sweet of you to say. Yeah. Hmm. I could see someone being like, let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. So, first off, I do have to say that I have such a boner. For Dorothy's son, Michael, who looks like who looks like the teacher, who looks like Cotter from Welcome Back, Cotter. His name is Scott Jacoby, and he looks like Scott. Is Jacoby. it Scott Jacoby or Scott Jacoby? Do we it really know? It could be Jacoby. I don't know. He looks like my father. He looks like your father. Yeah, yeah. show us. I showed H. Allen a picture of my dad. Can we post that on the website when we? Yeah, absolutely. It's side by side. Yeah, it's yes. my parents' engagement photo. Yeah, on uh, the beach. They're in a park. They're lying next to each other in a park. My mom's wearing a pink sweater. My dad has the exact hairstyle and mustache of Michael in this episode. <laughs> he's mustache. very like. Oh I mean, it's 1986, but he very much looks like he's stuck in like the mid to late 70s. He's wearing. No, that's no, no, that's no. That's, because this really? picture of my dad was 1984. Yeah. yeah. Right. My father had a mustache okay, in the 80s. Guys. It's a very, I very much an 80s thing. My dad did too. Yeah. But he was also dressed like Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. He had on which like, was also mid 80s. That's right. Okay, so then fine, I yeah. take it back. They were very uh, in fashion, mm -hmm. on trend. Nobody sure. in the show looked like my parents. <laughs> yeah, nobody in the show looked like my parents either. <laughs> I looked at him, there was this party, I don't know if it's here in LA or in New York, I forget, but um, it was at a gay bar called Mustache Ride, and I just looked at him and I just thought about Mustache Ride. You thought about Mustache Ride, brought back yeah. some memories. What else has that man been in? Well, Scott Jacoby. I'm glad you have asked because he is a. I imagine after this episode, his career took off. Actually, he won a primetime Emmy for Best Supporting Actor in a Drama for That Certain Summer in 1972. That is my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, um, he was a child actor. He was a child actor. That was that incredibly convincing. <laughs> that transitioned into being an adult actor. Uh -huh. And he stopped at, he was in a very famous Jodie Foster film called The Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. It's like a scary film, really good movie. Um, and he has since retired from acting, but I'm sure he is still just as sexy as he was in 1986. Sure, let's go with it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the episode, it's, it's, the episode, like, we very quickly are introduced, not introduced to outside characters, but everybody just sort of gets... They get in they it. They get in it. Yeah. Um, but the scene opens with our, I guess you could call it a B story. Um, Blanche's back gave out during an exercise class. So Blanche spends the majority of this episode hunched over uh, mm -hmm. complaining. And then if I was Blanche, I'd be like, I'm always hunched over, but not always complaining. <laughs> Guys... 
I'm always worried to show this show to Allison because she would just realize that my entire character is Blanche it's from Blanche. Golden Girls and that nothing I'm doing is original. Yeah. I, mean, I had suspected. Blanche <laughs> <laughs> uh, is so great. Blanche um, is really good in this episode, actually. She's yeah. really, really great. Um, so Then Michael shows up. So Michael sh- So we already know that uh, Brid- or Blanche, is- oh Jesus Christ, Rose's daughter Bridget is coming yeah. to visit. We already know this. But then played suddenly. Played by Marilyn Jones. Played by Marilyn Jones. You can tell me anything worth talking about. Really nothing. Okay, we'll she move was on. in no movies. She was in a couple episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Her career ended in the early 90s. Maybe she died. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ugh. Nope, no death yet. At least that's what IMDb says. Okay, so, so she's going she was away fine. to school. She's going away to school. Um, what I wonder is, so Rose has been, Rose is widowed, lives with these women. Yeah. Wait, how old is this daughter? I think it must what? have been graduate school. Yeah, it has Yeah, been. okay, that makes sense. Um, she, uh, so she comes in, uh, Bridget comes in, and she's talking about how she's going to be going to Oxford, and she's like, you know, I'll be looking for a flat on campus, which, like, that drives me bananas yeah. when people... You know what I mean? I'm like, it's not even like you've lived there for a year and you're just like, oh, everybody says flat, so I say flat. But yeah. it's like, she's like trying to prepare herself to go there. Like, if she says apartment, they're going to know what she's talking about. Also, it's like, it's like when someone says cheers and I just want to yell, thank you! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when they say cheers, you just go, I fucking love that show. Thank you. Yeah. That's what you say. I just get so um, angry that I want, I want them to know how much I want to, them to say thank you. I don't you mind it. Cheers. I think it means fine, not thank you. I think it means oh, thank you. I've gotten both. both. Yeah, yeah. you've been like, oh, here's a, here's a coffee. Oh, cheers, mate. Thanks. Yeah. And mate. Mate's another I think one. cheers, mate, might bother me more than... Cheers doesn't bother me as much. Cheers bothers um, But also, P.S. guys, according to IMDB, which is their, I mean, rich with information, Oxford University doesn't even have a campus. So wow. Bridget took the time to learn she's, that she's supposed to say flat, but she didn't learn that they didn't have a campus. So already we know she's a liar. Mm-hmm. She's full of shit. Bridget cannot be trusted. Bridget's in the door for like 10 seconds. Knock, knock. It's like Michael. Michael comes to visit uh, Dorothy's Michael. son. He was playing a gig in New York City. But he had to leave because he has principles. He would not wear that tie. Yeah, if you guys remember, he is a jazz musician, yes. which we learned from the last time we saw Michael. So they've met Michael before? Yeah. We've met Michael. No, right? we haven't, we met, haven't Michael met Michael before. Yeah. like nobody knew anybody. No, Michael, oh. had, not, Michael had not been, this is his first episode. Okay, oh. I'm sorry, I'm, com- I'm confusing him now with Blanche's grandson. Yes. Also, I don't want to, you know, re- you know, Interrupt because it's your show, but Michael arrived before the woman. It's true. Okay, <laughs> yes. thank you. I'm well, glad you're paying attention. I'm just saying, why, in case no one ever watches this episode and then they want to talk about it like they but have. But the reason why you're probably feeling this problem. is because Michael was putting his stuff away in the bedroom when what's right. her name came. Okay. Um, Fair was, enough. Yeah, and so Bridget. and then Michael comes out. And they yep. kind of have this like there's this tense interaction. Bridget's a bitch. Bridget's a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And Michael's kind of being a little snippy too. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it's, just, it's love friction. Yeah, it is love friction. You're right. I feel like we should write a song called Love Friction. There was no, they didn't give any time for the two of them to have any, any, like, all of their love connection happens off screen. Yes. Yeah. Like, we have no idea how they even ended up together. I thought I had a love friction the other day at CrossFit. <laughs> I was, we, <laughs> we were um, on the We're ground. wondering why our podcasts have been longer. <laughs> yes, I know. We, I, we were stretching and we, the, they placed us in like lines or whatever and this one guy was just like not in a line and I was stretching he was like, is there a way you could move over that way? And then the instructor was like, because he was kind of being a dick about it, you yeah. know? And the instructor was like, actually, you should be in line like every 
everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, watch, I fall in love with this dick. Ha! Are you yeah. just living your life as a romantic comedy? Basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's yeah. and I imagine that's how like Michael and Bridget happened. You yeah. know, it was mm. like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan and mm -hmm. you've got mail where like he's trying to shut Love down her little bookstore movie. or whatever. It's so okay, I bet it was girl. very much like a I bet it was very much like a you know, like they were butting heads and then they were like, No, you suck, no, you suck and then they just like mmm, and they started making out. So hot. Probably. Probably. I'm glad right? we filled in those blanks. We yeah. did, we had some blanks. With our what do you think, Charlie? <laughs> Oh, you should probably say, you need to... No, let's just not even do it. Let's just have Charlie. Charlie. So Charlie's here, guys. It's Gabby's boyfriend, Charlie. He's um, Rose's, Rose's um, also Rose's dead, dead husband. Because uh, we don't say boyfriend's real name We don't say boyfriend's here. name. Do you think it was their... love friction, or do you think it was just playful banter? Oh, uh, it looked like love friction to me. Love? It looked, it looked like... So when, when you, as your deceased self, were courting Gabby, was there love friction? No. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Gabby says no. no. Allison says no. Allison says no, but you think I, they're They're was? only together because of me. They, oh, wow. Oh. Like an antagonistic beginning. Yeah. Where I first said, I. Oh, I you was were mean to me. That's exactly what antagonistic means. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you were mean to me. <laughs> Whatever. So, love friction works. Love Got friction it. works. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so the next day, uh, for, I just want to talk about Dorothy's outfit for a second Please. because this is the second episode in a row where she's worn a sweater vest with like a, like a, uh, collared white collared long sleeve shirt underneath yeah. and this time she wore a tie and I wasn't a big fan of the sweater vest. It wasn't like the great geographical map one in the last episode, but I'm, I like the style. Yeah. I just gotta say, I like the style. I'll wear anything Dorothy wears. Are it's they amazing. making her style more androgynous? I don't think intentionally. I just no. think for air purposes. Mm, okay. Yeah, for like the past few episodes, yeah, that's what she's been wearing versus yeah. like a long, you know, long layered flowy silk. It was like face. the original airism shirt. Wait, here's you your next point, which is what stuck out to me the most. <laughs> Dorothy gives Michael $10 to take Sophia to the movies. Well, that okay. wouldn't even buy one ticket. No, it would. It would. Because it would. I remember going no, to the I movies. know, but I was struck and she by that. She gets a senior citizen discount. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I remember going to the movies in the 90s and tickets yeah. were like $6. Two out. people could I see a movie, movie I saw a movie for $10. I saw a movie Theater over here the other day and it was $6. Yeah. Yeah. That to me wasn't unbelievable. What I it was unbelievable to me that that used to be that that used to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I what I thought was funny about that was when she gave him the money. Sophia did such a Sophia thing where she yeah. was like, "Screw that. We'll take the money. We'll go to the tracks. We'll double down. Yeah. We'll 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 have a nice lunch in the park and goof on the bums." <laughs> Like all Sophia does. Like if you were to take, if you were to make a list of all the things Sophia does in her spare time, it's like go to the park and goof on the bums. Her and her friends like smuggle bottles of sherry into the park and look up at the yeah. clouds and, and talk about what they see. Which Buy is porn. Pat Sajak riding side saddle on a dolphin. Yeah. Which is the most amazing thing they've ever said on the show. What? She goes. She runs. She goes out to buy porn. Yeah. Like Sophia's life, and then she meets that one man with Alzheimer's. Like. Yeah. Does um, she have her own friends? Yes. Yes, like Mildred. That's good. She yeah. does. She has some lady friends that she hangs yeah. out with now. But she also fights a lot as well. They do fight a lot. Um, I can't so, imagine why. So <laughs> Dorothy wants Michael to like settle down and get a job, even though when Michael first came in, all she was doing was bragging about how he's this musician and he plays here and he plays there. Well, I can understand that. My mother does that with me, where she yeah. doesn't understand anything that I do. She doesn't understand how I make money or how I survive. But at the same time, whenever I'm home, she's like, this is my son. Yeah. He's from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. But then when we go home, she's like, so you're able to parent? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, she's proud, but cautious. She's proud, but cautious. Sure. And um, Blanche suggests that maybe he should hang out with someone who maybe has her head on her shoulders a little bit better. He should hang out with Bridget. Yeah. And um, and I forget how it's set up, but Rose has such a great line where she says, it's like that old Scandinavian saying, you can lead a herring to water, but you have to walk really fast or it'll die. <laughs> Classic Rose. So Rose is supposed to be kind of the dumb one. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then uh, that woman's funny. I hope she did other things. <laughs> <laughs> She's she's been in showbiz. She's she's done a few things. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're like I have a good feeling about that one. She's going places. I'd love to see her prank people. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to see her in Cleveland being Mm. hot. (laughs) Good good work. (laughs) Oh goodness. so then, uh, so Blanche's back still hurts, and she's worried about feeling old. Yes. I'm sorry, she has sex every four days yes. with a different guy. Well, it well, just happened that she hadn't had she sex, had sex, had sex four in four days. four days. And that's a long time for her? She yeah, that, that, yeah. She's for her, that active? Does she yeah. have, like, a roster, or it's a new guy every time? She keeps count. Yeah, she has a book. Yeah, she yeah. has a book. Yeah, she's got a roster. She has a yeah. date. So she goes back to some of the same people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. are mm-hmm. definitely some men she goes back to. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. she has a very active social life. Did she cheat on her husband? when they were married? No. Mm. There's a whole episode where she like insisted she did not cheat on her husband. Like mm-hmm. she was faithful. Yeah. Oh, although, but didn't she like, didn't she ask out the paramedic or like, didn't she yeah. or at ask the guy end. at his funeral or at something? At the very end she did. Yeah. yeah. She asked someone out at her husband's like, funeral? Like when she knew he wasn't, what her line was, he was in a coma for 10 days. Yeah. So she did like, yeah. That is so bizarre to me. Um, but that's you know, Blanche, you guys. Yeah, she, that's she has me. And, well, she says she feels like she's a Corvette, like up on the blocks with the wheels spinning, which I was like, oh, I get that is like, that's the perfect. perfect image, it's, yes. That's 100%. Wow. It's so um, nice to see an old lady talk about being horny. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, and you know, you were, Allison was saying how this is so naughty. I mean, it's so, and like, because it wouldn't happen on television today. So much of this would not, it would come out of men's mouth. But yeah. it definitely wouldn't come out of women's mouths. Yeah, you know? like raunchy. I mean, yeah. yeah, I watch episodes of, of Friends and I'm thinking like, these women are tame. Mm-hmm. Like surprisingly yeah. tame compared yeah. to, like there was an episode I watched recently where Jen, where um, Rachel was embarrassed about a romance novel she had. Oh yeah, her and dirty it's like, book. Why, 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 why are, you know, Blanche uh, just like, I need about, to get it in every four days. <laughs> yeah. I haven't fucked in four days. <laughs> <laughs> It's Blanche. Oh my god, you just broke your own rule. I did, I did. I used to have a rule of not... Well, no, I didn't... I didn't apply that, because that's taking, that's coming from the persona of Blanche. Mm. Yeah, that's I Blanche guess so. Saying, yeah. Whereas spin not someone being like, it. Blanche needs to get fucked. Like, that's wrong. That's... You don't say that. You say being intimate. Yeah. But if Blanche was saying it, she would be like, yeah, fuck me. Like, I could hear her oh! saying She's got amazing nightgowns. Yeah. She does have amazing nightgowns. So, um, but she has set up, she gave, she had extra tickets to the symphony, so she sent she Michael and Bridget, Bridget Michael. out yeah. to go. Um, so it's like later that evening, all the women are kind of hanging out. They heard, you know, Blanche says she heard Michael and Bridget come in a few hours ago. And so, um, uh, Dor- Well, they have this whole conversation about, like, nothing happened, guys. Like, they're adults, they're, they just, they just went to the symphony. 
And I mean, then you don't just go to the symphony. And then, in a bizarre twist, all four women went and stared at them naked in the bed. Now, so Blanche, yeah, Blanche Rose. asked Rose to go get her heater heating pad out yeah. of Blanche's room because Michael is staying. Michael in is staying room. in Blanche's room. And then when Rose walks in, oh my god! Why did they Bridget stay? Well, because you gotta have the scene. Yeah, I know, but if yeah. you walk, you would think there'd at least be a moment of her back in the hallway. And oh, yeah. yeah. Having a talk and then maybe going back in. they did in. kind of a good job of, you know, Dorothy having her back to them and Rose kind of It would have been funny if they had the whole conversation, like, through the door. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That would have been great. And, of course, like, Blanche goes in there and just sits. Yeah, she just like, sits on the bed. Well, just relax while she needs to be a bad back. back. So, and also, like, it's it's so disrespectful to, I mean, maybe Blanche didn't care, but if you were staying in my house and I was letting you stay in my room, like, don't have sex in my bed. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's was gonna, Michael going to do her sheets? Yeah. Like, was he, like he, no, he wasn't going to be like, oh, let me just clean your sheets before I leave, Blanche. No, he wasn't going to do that. I don't know. I feel like... I think straight people have a different view on sex than gay people, because I've totally had sex on people's beds. Like, at parties and shit. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's uh, you. Do. No, uh, trust every... me. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it is so not just me. What if you went and you stayed at your aunt's house? Uh, yeah, I've had sex at my, my parents' house, like, when I was an adult. Uh, I'm not going to clean my sheets. But it's not even his mom's thing. Yeah. It's, like, his mom's friend. Yeah, yeah, even then. I don't know. I just don't think of it like that. Okay. I think yeah. he would have to well, he would have learned to wash is, Let's never invite him to stay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never yeah. Staying He's place. never staying again. Yeah. Um... What I thought was funny is it's that just his. Sex. But it's also funny that I agree with Allison. Why did all four of them have to come into the room and talk to them when they were naked? For the sake of the show. For, For the, the sake, sake of the, of the show. scene. But also, too. I mean, but I usually have those questions, too. I get very upset with like logistical things. Like but that. I can also see, like, that whole house has zero privacy. True. So, yeah. <laughs> being naked in a room together. Um, can we talk about how Michael's saxophone was out on his chair? Yes. Which means that he probably used it to serenade Bridget before they had sex together. It's true. That's my guess. Can we also talk about Michael's little patch of hair oh my in God. between his nipples? Yes, please. <laughs> it was really crazy. I also liked Bridget first. And then, what did she call her, that flat-chested girl? Yeah. And Bridget's uh, just, like, holding her, like, in a, like very sitcom, holding yeah. her mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And Rose didn't even know they were naked, which yeah. is hilarious. It was like five minutes in, and somebody was like, they need to put their clothes on. And she's like, they're not wearing clothes? But Blanche, surprisingly being the voice of reason, said, let's all leave and let them get dressed and mm-hmm. go talk about this like adults. Mm-hmm. Which Blanche is, was the voice of reason yeah. the whole episode. Yeah, she yeah. was. That's not usual. No. That's what happened. You know, Blanche's back goes out, and suddenly she's got so much free time that, you know, <laughs> she, she really... She making sense. Yeah, well, she's like, she doesn't have anywhere to go. She doesn't have anything to do. I bet you every episode, Blanche has just got nuggets of wisdom. Wisdom, but because she just always wants to be out banging guys, she's like, you know, well, she doesn't have time. She, to she have time, so she's like, I don't know. Sex does cloud oh, yeah. your your point of view often. Sure, I mean, maybe, maybe. Um, Sophia's furious. Oh, Sophia's furious. Um, Michael's like, Grandma, it's not what it looks like, and she's like, I'm 80 years old. I may not remember what it feels See, like, but I remember what it looks like. That's the most unbelievable part of the episode for me is Sophia's anger because for me I feel like Sophia of all of them would be the voice of reason being like so what he's a he's a boy yeah but she's also probably old school in that you know she thinks that doing stuff like that like you don't disrespect your family blah 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 like I can also see her being I suppose I thought for how liberal Blanche is everyone's reaction to this 
was over the top. Because oh, it for wasn't sure. like one of them was engaged or there was yeah. any scandal or one of them wanted more from it than the other. But mm-hmm. it was also 1986. Yeah, but Blanche is going and banging people every goddamn day. Yeah. yeah, but Blanche is like a widow and she's lived and she's older and she, you know, can't get pregnant and like... All she doesn't have her whole life ahead of her. Yeah. Because what they want for their kids is for them to like settle down, get married, have a stable job. So and for some have, reason like, they so think this is layers. so I just want to suggest that maybe this was because of AIDS. Oh, he just came from the jazz clubs in New York, guys. There were no gay people at the jazz clubs in New York. I wasn't talking about gay. I was saying he was, no, I was saying he was doing heroin. Oh. He's in a jazz club in New York. That's why they're called jazz cigarettes. What? Old school, he's old school AIDS getter. (laughs) (laughs) Old school AIDS getter, Gabby said with a mouthful of banana bread. Yeah. Um, Good thought. Thank you. Old school AIDS getter. Old school AIDS getter. Um, Remember when Dorothy made fun of Alan Thicke? Yes. So Dorothy says a line of, um, I never thought that Alan Thicke would have a hit television show talking about growing pains. So what channel was this on? This was on NBC. What channel was growing pains on? ABC. Oh, so I think that that writer in one of the writers banged Alan Thicke and then he (laughs) didn't call her back. Well, (laughs) actually... Like, most of the writers were men on the mm-hmm. show. One of them banged down and thick. Who <laughs> <laughs> hasn't banged down and thick? Yeah, I, that was a very pointed, like... Yeah. Yeah, it was a real... Yeah, somebody was like, we gotta hurt Alan Thick this week. This is the week. Have, Alan Thick was the original Robin Thick. Really? <laughs> make fun of him. Was he know. a bad guy? They're all... I mean, I can see... There's a really funny... You should Google it. Um, we'll post it on the website. A really funny workout video that Alan Thicke hosted in the 80s. Like some workout competition of jazzercise. So you know what I'm talking about, yeah, Charlie? It's, yeah. It's Crystal Lights. Like yes. Aerobics finals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crystal Lights. And Alan Thicke is hosting it. It's really oh, funny. Oh, yeah. I have yeah. seen that. They did a really great Key and Peele um, sketch about those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, back from the dead. Um, we're gonna talk about something that I wanted to talk about. Oh, um, yeah, so Rose, so now Rose and Dorothy are sort of arguing about the fact that their kids have slept together. Rose says that Bridget's too good for Michael, Mm. and Dorothy's like, basically like, well, what kind of girl sleeps with a guy that she's only known for a day? Great point. Great point. No, tramp. A tramp, I'm sorry. She says tramp. That is a really good point that Dorothy made. Like, if you're going to be trashing Michael, who is, lives in New York City, is a jazz musician, obviously he's a little bohemian, obviously he doesn't trim his pubic hair, and obviously he's gorgeous. Was <laughs> anyone doing that in 86? Wow. I mean, I just had You went to bat for Michael just now. I'm just saying, so if you're calling out Michael, like, and here's this goody-goody girl going to Oxford, yet she fucks some dude on the second night, second Well, I think but also... But, but also, her son did the same exact thing. So yeah. Her son is a bohemian and gorgeous, and she's a cookie cutter. Well, I think Rose thought Bridget was one way, and Bridget was not that way. So I don't know if it's fair to say Bridget was being hypocritical. But I have a question. Is Rose too dumb in this show? Is she just, like, ridiculously dumb always? Um, Pretty much. But then she has, like, nuggets of wisdom. She yeah. does. Some, yeah, yeah, there are moments. And, like, it's, and it's not dumb as much as it is naive. being naive. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Betty White did a really good interview where she, at first, she didn't understand the character, and 
um, where they were going with it. And I think one of the writers or directors said, uh, imagine that like all of her responses are the first thing that comes into your brain. It's so like literal. Everything is literal. And, and that she doesn't under, like she doesn't understand sarcasm. She doesn't understand or, sarcasm at all. I mean, in a weird way, it's almost like she has like, like, like a Rain Man situation, <laughs> you know. But for like a normal person, uh, she Asperger's, yeah. They Asperger's, play. That's what I'm saying. They play her stupidity. Yeah, to be very like good natured. Like yeah. she just is like a believes the best of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then she thought she was her daughter was a virgin. Until the night before, which was a funny joke. Yeah, yes. yeah that yeah. was a funny joke. Yeah, that was in my top five of the jokes of the episode. <laughs> which, which is like I wanted your first time to be special or something. So they have this fight, and it doesn't really get set on, and nobody then is talking to anybody. And mm-hmm. Sophia is walking around in a fucking black veil, black oh, dress, black everything. Before that happens, there's a really, really great joke where so Dorothy and Rose are standing up and they're fighting. And Blanche is kind of in between them, sitting, like, sort of hunched over on the couch, and she's, like, throwing in her two cents here and there, trying to, you know, just, like, trying to alleviate some of the the, the, the shouting and the tension and, and trying to sort of, um, you know, mediate it. And uh, Dorothy's like, Rose, what would you call a girl who sleeps with a guy she's known for one day? And Blanche just leans in and goes, a damn good sport. And it's like, <laughs> so great. She's yeah. like, everything is like with the, like, just hold, just, hold, just one more thing. Like, yeah. it's really funny. Yeah. Um, so then Sophia's wearing all black. Because she's in mourning for her son, her grandson. Which, which dead to her. Which, <laughs> which yes, is a little, it, it is dramatic. very dramatic. Yeah. But um, also none of the girls are talking to each other because they're angry at Blanche and they're angry at each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. everyone is angry and Blanche is just like, girls, stop I know. Then this is the joke that made Allison say this show is raunchy. Oh. When Blanche tells a story about going to private school mm-hmm. and she slept with some guy and when the woman walked in she waved over Bobby Joel's shoulder with her foot. Yep. <laughs> yep. So it was pretty great. Oh, um, yeah. Also I thought when Sophia was sitting, because like, you know they'll do that thing where you know for the sake of the cameras they don't, they'll never have four chairs around the table. They only yeah. have three and then Sophia always sits on the island in yeah. the back. But, like, she was sitting there wordlessly wearing <laughs> this, veil. this black veil and this black outfit. Yeah. And she, like, for me, like, she was, like, the ghost of the little boy in the she window almost, and three men and a baby. Which I know isn't a ghost, it's a cardboard cutout. But, like, she, she looked like a ghost. Looked like, like a Muslim woman. <laughs> you know? Yeah, she was wearing, like, a, a burqa. Like a, yeah. And it was really funny because it was, she's still holding her purse, <laughs> not black. And then she's Wait, wearing her. all black. And then I, you guys made a joke about how she couldn't possibly see. And then later she makes a joke that she yeah. couldn't see mm-hmm. the whole time. Didn't see anything. But yeah. it was ridiculous. Does Over the, the show ever leave the house? Yes. Yes. Occasionally. Yeah. yeah, but not often. I mean, it's like most situation comedies. Like you have your set and you stay at it. Yeah. yeah. We'll do like a swing set now and then. We'll have like yeah. one, a couple And as the show became more successful, like you can always tell a show is successful by how many sets they have. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. later seasons, they would they had a lot of different yeah. sets. So many different yeah. sets. Yeah. Yeah. So they have this conversation at the table, basically coming to terms and realizing that, like, they just want the best for their kids. And yeah. nothing that happened was actually that bad. And Which is, I mean, something they should have really understood yeah. from, from the get And they forgive sure. each other. Mm-hmm. They start to forgive. It was very intense before yeah. when when Rose was like, "I'll never forgive you," and I was like, "Oh my God, this is Act 3 And yeah. then, yeah. <laughs> and then she did forgive her. So, so. but then out on the lanai, out on the lanai, um, <laughs> the outback where they sit yeah. is called the lanai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, it's just called a lanai, right? It's just the lanai. Mm-hmm. That's the name so, of the architectural yeah. structure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so out on the lanai, Michael's playing the saxophone. Guess what? His fingers aren't moving. Never moves. He's, <laughs> but he's playing. Yeah. And, um, and Dorothy goes out there to have a conversation, hot to hot. Yeah, hot to hot to hot. And um, all the heart to hearts happen on the lanai. On the lanai. Yeah. yeah or the amount. kitchen. Yeah, good amount happen yeah. on the lanai. And um, she's basically like. All of his shortcomings, she feels responsible for. She's yes. basically like, "You don't have a steady job. You're 29. You're not whatever. I've failed as a mother." Where <laughs> Michael basically says, "You have to let me be me and mm-hmm. love me for who I am," which is so great and goes back to my bohemian point. Mm-hmm. Charlie said that this reminded him of the millennial conversation of today. Yeah. So even 20 to 30 years later. Same problem with the kids being all over the place. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I also think that they should take a cue from Michael and have a jufro and a mustache. And Can denim on denim please come back and in denim that on denim. Yeah, denim and jackets, denim, on denim. denim pants, yeah, red t-shirts. Everyone should look like Michael. Oh yeah. my god. There should be some variety. <laughs> we can have some redheads. And then... <laughs> Your taste is horrible. Please don't. I won't. Oh. Watch, guys. I'm going to marry and then Michael gets down on one knee, and mm. he proposes. To he does not propose. It's just because Dorothy sitting is so still very massive that even if is Michael Dorothy was standing, six feet tall? she's very tall. She's, she's five, very ten tall. Or something. Mm-hmm. She's very tall. Mm-hmm. Very uh, tall. So my chair is flat. But they yeah. they do these angles, which is actually really interesting, where Michael gets on his knee to create this sort of like line between. Well, Dorothy that looked like a statue. Like she yeah. looked like this huge statue. He was like this little cherub, like leaning into his her. His face and... was very close to her boobs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then Sophia comes out and still dressed in black. Still dressed in black, Morning. and he goes up to her to forgive. To be, she says, "Beg for you. Yeah. You're begging for your mother's forgiveness. Now you yeah. must beg for my forgiveness." And, and then, then he's like, "I'll call you every week." And she's like, "What do you think? I don't got. I got. I don't have a social life. Call, call me every, every other week." week. Yeah. And so they hug it out. And then, and then we go into the kitchen. Yes. Where, where Ro- Rose is wearing uh, an apron and she's packing homemade cookies into a little picnic basket. They looked delicious. They those did. Cookies. Who knows what she's making those for? Because Bridget's about to leave, mm-hmm. but she's making a picnic anyway. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a little heart to heart, where again, like Rose thought that she was a virgin, uh, mm-hmm. but she's basically like, uh, "I'm just gonna be me." And Rose is like, "Okay, mm-hmm. right, yeah, yeah." Kind of sums up the conversation. Just the that same woman. Conversation. I didn't like her acting. I didn't like Bridget in this No, episode. Bridget, I she never understood her motivation. Mm-hmm. That's why I was saying, what was the fill in the blank? Why did she start to like Michael at all? There was no, like, there's nothing behind the eyes for that mm-hmm. actress. Look at Michael. I think that's why her career died. But <laughs> either that or she did. We were, we never were clear on if she was IMDb doesn't say that she's yeah. dead. But... Maybe yeah, they just don't I, even care anymore. They're not even tracking her. No. But I think it's it's hard though when you when you you know they're introducing two characters who have never met before who are going to somehow like connect and then sleep yeah, together. But I understood Michael. Mm-hmm. Like Michael's character was very clear to me. But as far as like everything happening off screen, they 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 just can't give that much screen time, I guess, to like guest stars because it's really while yeah. it's about them, it's really like the show is always about the women and their feelings and their opinions and their relationships. So that's yeah. why. Yeah. I think they were just like, oh, who gives a shit? We're just going to set up that they're different and then they're going to sleep together. But it's less about their, you know, how that came to be and more about like how their mothers are reacting to it and how they're I reacting would love to each a other. With Michael playing jazz in New Orleans. Yeah. Jesus. The yeah, spin off show. Yeah. And Bridget yeah. comes back with his baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be a showtime uh. show with his nudity. Mm hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Great. Well, good. So they all meet in the living room because they're all leaving. Yes, because Michael decides he's going to leave early because he got offered a job in New Orleans. New Orleans, yes. And he doesn't have to wear a tie, so he's going to hey. take it. Guess what? His character didn't change at all. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. But he Nobody learned that was anything. The point. He didn't need to learn anything because he was just being him. Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. I think it's wrong not to do a gig because you have to wear a tie. Really? I mean, when you're 29 yeah. years old and that's how you want to make a living, it's like... Like, wear the goddamn tie. Yeah, wear a tie. Do you know, want to be a musician? This is know. the hill you're going to die on? Exactly. The defending Michael Hill? I don't know. I Not that. I'm just saying, like, like, okay, I was recently offered a writing thing where they said they would pay you $20 an hour to freelance to write something. And I was like, okay, so you're paying me $40 for a piece that you're going to possibly use and, like, have all over social media and use everywhere and it's like that's actually not a lot of money then like you're kind of ripping me off and the same thing you have principles so you say right no money is a different principle than wearing a tie well i mean that he really <laughs> i yeah you are really you're gonna defend nice him to the dead upper chest oh here we go area as well. so then so then i love bridget share a cab out i love that it's to the people listening, they're like, wow, Gabby really has her finger on the pulse of what's been going on in this whole episode. But really, you're just looking at my notes. I'm looking at <laughs> Carrie's extensive notes. notes. I cannot express how much Carrie takes extensive notes with the location of the scene, who said what in the scene, what the name of the episode was, everything. She's got everything. Guys, yeah. I'm a really fast typer. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm not totally sure of everyone's names. <laughs> That's okay, though. That's okay. Um, you mean here in the house? No, in the show. I, okay. I figured out Dorothy within the last five minutes. Okay. Really? Yeah. B. Arthur. Did you know that was B. Arthur? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what other show B. Arthur had? B. Arthur, all I think about is that elephant cartoon character. What? Arthur. Who's Arthur? Oh, wow. <laughs> what is an R-bar? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Wasn't his sister named B? His sister's name was D.W. Okay, well, I'm real close. This is, this is like, we did an episode of our show where I, she was like, just say, we were talking about consent, and she was like, just say no. And I was like, no, that's drugs. And yeah. she was like, what do they got? I was like, no means no. And she's like, ah, oh, close. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. It's an aardvark. It's uh, like one of those anteaters. An yeah. It's like an anteater, but not. Yeah. Okay. Similar in shape, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, they all leave, going to the airport, and the yeah. girls are there and say, no, they're all gone, and then Blanche walks out, still kind of huddling over, wearing the same outfit from the last mm -hmm. episode. But she's going to go out and, like, I'm assuming hit up the rest Because the she's coped in. B. Yeah. Arthur. I thought... <laughs> what? what? I don't know. I thought... Okay. That's what happens when Gabby's not looking at my notes. Here's <laughs> what do I say? She was like, it's time for me to talk. I must talk now. I have nothing. Here's my question. No, because I was formulating a question. Which is, why Why didn't Blanche hit on Michael? That would be the, the go-to. Blanche, Blanche has boundaries. And... Well, I'm proud of her. I yeah. thought when the episode started, that's where this was headed. That yeah. Bridget was a red herring. And that Blanche mm, was going to hit on Michael. I mean, you have the same question with the George Clooney yes, episode. Yes. Yeah. My biggest gripe with this entire television series is that there was an episode of the Golden Girls where George Clooney was on it and Blanche did not try to have sex with him. I like him. how that's your biggest gripe. That's my Miles biggest... Even a witness protection program right. at the end. Samuel Plankmaker <laughs> needed a way out. <laughs> yeah, Rose did not have to have sex with George Clooney, right? He's... He sleeps in her bed, and she, like, goes in one night, and he's lying in her bed looking like Roseanne-era George Clooney, like, super hot 1980s George Clooney. Super hot. Doesn't try to sleep with him. He's a cop. 
doesn't try to sleep with him. He gets shot. Doesn't try to sleep Why, with them. Who is he? Why is he in those shows? Oh, well, it's this whole yeah. like sting operation. They're trying to get their neighbors across the street. It's a whole thing. They're yeah, jewel they're, thieves. They're jewel um, I just so thought, but you know what like I mean? Do you know, and Robertsons. Yeah. Do you know what this means? Blanche is I remember in, that movie. Yeah, with Chevy Chase. There's that one guy who has a nude scene in I was very low with Oh my gosh, yes, I remember his butt. It looked butt really was so good. good. Yes. Such a perfect Here, butt. This is why yeah. I introduced you two to each other, because you have points of reference for things that literally no one else knows or cares about. I bet at least one person listening to the podcast has seen Cops and Robertson's. And Jeff Callens is in it. It's amazing. And that guy's butt. Mm. Such a good well, butt. Like, yeah, it's really good. I can't talk to either of you, but you guys can talk to each other, and that's all I wanted out of this. It works. It works. We do it have, works. yeah, we do yeah, have a yeah, secret yeah. twin. There's language. a crazy Venn diagram of your knowledge, and like no one yeah, else is in it. There are some things that where I like, like your Nickelodeon stuff. Like, like, like I know so show. much about '90s Nickelodeon. Yeah, but I have and no. You know a lot about I was too Barbara busy Star watching Sam. Sister on NBC. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some things. But guys, I mean, that made me proud of Blanche because she's an ethical slut. Yes. Yes. Sure. Which is good for her. And they yeah. had a really great, um, they had a really great final. The, the final blows to the to the episodes are always amazing. Yeah. Where you know Blanche is going to go back out, and they're kind of like, well, didn't the doctor tell you blah blah blah? And she was like, ah, screw the doctor. Like, who knows my body better than I do? And Sophia says, any man who's not with another woman or attached to a respirator. <laughs> ba da da. And then that's it. Episode. Sophia gets the button every time. Every you know? time. Yeah. Well, guys, at the end of every podcast, uh, we do ladies. Ladies. Women. I'm just kidding. <laughs> At the end of every podcast, we do. Well, no, there's also a man here. Charlie. Mm-hmm. Charlie um, is here in the back. Uh, we do uh, a golden takeaway. It's sort of a nugget of inspiration or motivation that you can either apply to yourself or maybe to the listeners. That you uh, learn from, from the episode. from the episodes. It's true. So yeah. we'll we'll start. Uh, and so you guys have examples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, my golden nugget is. I need, I wish OkCupid had a filter so that you could choose like brunette, curly hair, mustache, lean, denim on denim, 80s sitcom guest star. (laughs) Sure. They have farmers only, so maybe there'll be a a site for you. You don't have to be lonely at farmersonly.com. Yeah, so what if there's one for you and 80s sitcom stars? You don't have to be lonely at 86 car stars with the mustache and the chest hair dot com. That sounds like it would be like a dot net, maybe. <laughs> that's, yes, that's definitely a dot net. I really so that's my golden that's takeaway. Now. What's your golden takeaway, um, I think my golden takeaway is... Uh, I think I'm gonna use you can lead a herring to water, but you have to walk really fast or it'll die. I think that's a really, I think that's a great like metaphor that you can use in life. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just you know, uh, you know, also you know, Ferris Bueller, life's too fast. If you don't stop and take a look once in a while, it'll blow right by you. That whole thing. It's wow. you know, Ferris Bueller and Rosen Island are two of the smartest people that I know. I shut my computer down. Of that's wow. Yeah. Mike. Wow. Yeah. 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 Drop the mic. Get um, my takeaway is that you can expect. Blanche to want to have sex with someone in an episode, and then she won't want to have sex with someone in an episode because she's a complex woman who isn't just a one-note tramp, as Dorothy would say. Basically an Eleanor Roosevelt. She's, she's like a more complex lady than that, and, uh, and that I'm concerned that all of my comedy is just Blanche. 
and I don't have anything new to contribute. You know what? That's okay because I feel like your fan base, like, because what, what they love say, it. What would you say yeah. your age is? Well, they don't know about Blanche. They don't know about Blanche, so they don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock off. yeah. Yeah, I know. Do you think any of your fan base has mustache and is brunette? Oh my god! <sighs> because maybe you could send out something and see. Yeah, I'll let him know when I send this out. Yeah, maybe. I think you should just fi- look and see if he has a Twitter handle. Find the actor. Okay. I also I also put in Scott Jokobi. Nude, naked. Why don't you just get Gabby's dad's info? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my golden uh, takeaway yeah, what is, your golden is that take? probably way more women in their 50s and 60s have gray hair than we realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're coloring. Yeah, they're coloring. And yeah. that's why everyone looks young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. everyone's lying. Everyone's a liar. That's Allison's golden takeaway. Well, guys, thanks so much for doing this. We really appreciate it. Where can people follow you on the interwebs? Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash just between us show our our twitter is allison620 and uh gaby dunn no it's <laughs> gaby dunn don't follow gaby dunn that's allison's parody account for me <laughs> and it's not funny if you if you look though gaby dunn is a little funnier no uh. <laughs> and uh and at jbu show which is our our twitter yeah, you guys should watch it. It's really funny. Also, thank you, Charlie, for being here. We really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And I'm H. Scott on everything. And I am uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squizzy on Instagram or CarrieDoherty.com, where all those things are. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, same, HAllenScott.com. Uh, and go to outofthelanai.com for more GG fun, and also we'll post lots of images of Michael on this post. Yes, and, and I guess one of my dad. Yes, and yes one please send it to us now before you forget. Uh, yeah, and you guys can uh, follow us on Facebook on our Out of the Lanai page. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. I love that Allison already has her like bag on. Allison she's is ready, ready, to go. ready to go. Oh my God, she's Blanche. Her back hurts. Yes. We've come full circle. All right. uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We will see you next Tuesday. Stay golden.